Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. The all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. It's Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Greetings and welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. I think today is episode 95 and I've kept my streak alive. I think I almost have to be up like two months now. And it doesn't seem like it's that long because it goes by so quickly when you're having so much fun. And that's what this podcast has done for me. I've talked about this in the past that I've absolutely fallen back in love with radio because of this podcast because it's helped me get right back to my roots. Some of the things I've not done in a really, really long time. I've been doing more editing. I'm having to do more show prep. Think of topics, just everything you can think of, stuff that you do right when you get into radio and you're learning everything. So it, I think that's the funnest part. I don't know what it is. I know we all have that common goal to get somewhere, but the beginning is always the most fun because you're hungry and you're determined to get to that final goal, and that is having a career and something that you love and do. I want to talk to you a little bit about this. I, I check my analytics every single morning when I wake up in the morning. You're probably, oh, what do, what do you mean by analytics? What I mean by analytics is I check out the numbers from my show, this Tuttle Daily Podcast, to see how the downloads have been going. And, and they're great. But from time to time, just like my weight loss and working out and dieting has been, you hit that little plateau. And by plateau, I mean, you'll be doing fine. It, it's weird. When I, when I started working, out and watching what I was eating, 10 pounds would go by pretty quickly. And then you would get to that that point where you would, for a couple of weeks, you wouldn't lose anything. And then all of a sudden you started losing weight again. And and that's kind of sort of how my podcast has been because I'll start gaining followers every single day. This wasn't my best week. I didn't lose a lot of daily subscribers or downloads, but I really didn't gain a lot either. So if you guys can do me a favor, I know that I used to plug my show all the time at the beginning of it, but I really could use your help, guys. I know that this show has gotten a little too serious. But that's the thing about it, guys. I I played you that audio from Dave Chappelle yesterday. This man is a comedian. His job is to make people laugh as well as think. Dave Chappelle, he did a show, but it got really serious. And, And Chappelle said, you know, sometimes there are things you just have to talk about. And that George Floyd situation, the race relations, the riots, the protests, the looters, whatever it may be, that's too important right now. And then that comes on the heel of the coronavirus. I promise you, I'm going to get into some fun stuff today, guys. If you could help me out, if you like what I do, you're a supporter of the Tuttle Daily Podcast, do me a favor. Tell your friends. Tell at least one friend or tell a family member or tell a neighbor, a coworker. I don't care who it is. Just tell one person a day about the show. They may give it a listen and they may end up liking it and subscribe and become a daily downloader. But I need your help with this, guys, because most of the projects and content away from radio that I've worked on, I've had that platform of radio to promote what I'm doing. I don't have that anymore. And the only thing that's going to help me spread the word about what I'm doing is is if you tell your friends, family, neighbors, coworkers, or share it on your social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok. I don't care. Just help spread the word. 
help me get some new people coming in because if you guys are fans and supporters of this show and you can help me make it grow, that's only going to help you guys out because, well, it's going to help both of us out. It's going to help me out a lot, but it's also going to help you because I'm going to be able to continue this show on a regular basis. Guys, I don't think you understand. My show became so popular, I had to upgrade my fees on my hosting site because I was having too much traffic and my bandwidth was getting eaten up. And I've said this before, I want to have my whole archive of the Tuttle Daily Podcast available for everyone to be able to listen to because a lot of you guys have been listening from the beginning, but we're getting new people in every single day. So I didn't mean to go on a big plug fest, but I got some fun stuff to get into and I want to share what I found on YouTube last night before I went to bed. And maybe you've heard of this. I don't know, but it's the first time I heard of it and I wanted to share it. So here it is. All right, guys, I know everybody has heard about this before, but when I first started in radio, this band called Hey Seed Dig Seed came out and they covered a lot of ACDC tunes. And this is why I'm playing this for you is because I came across this new group that covers popular songs, not just one group, but they do it with a medieval theme. Like, you know what I'm talking about. Like you would hear a musician back in the medieval days and they changed the words up. But I wanted to play this song for you to kind of give you an idea of what I'm talking about. And I'm rolling down the street, smoking in no sipping on dinner Now, I came across this YouTube channel because I I search for video and audio content to be able to use for the Tuttle Daily Podcast, and I came across this YouTube channel, and they've only got four videos up, but their one video, this video, this audio I'm about to play for you, they cover Radiohead's Creep. That song was so popular, and it's right in my wheelhouse of growing up in my teenage years, and I absolutely loved their cover of Radiohead's Creep. I am a widow. What in hell am I doing here? Just listening to this song, I should have a turkey leg in one hand. A beer wench should be bringing me some mead. There should be a jester in the corner making the king laugh. This music brings me back to that time with present day songs. I do not This bitch reminds me so much, just her voice alone, I don't even know what she looks like. I tried to find out, but she reminds me of the lead singer of the band, Sixpence, None the Richer. You know, the ones that did that Kiss Me song? Uh, It was featured in the movie She's All That with uh, Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah, that song. Yeah, God, I just lost a lot of street cred knowing that movie. I want a perfect soul. So that song was in my wheelhouse in my teenage years. Now, this next song I'm going to play for you is another popular song that they covered. But this one is way more present day. And it is Foster the People Pumped Up Kicks. And I don't think a lot of people realize when this song first came out. That's the thing about present day music. A lot of people don't listen to the lyrics. But if you listen to the lyrics of the original song, Pumped Up Kicks, it is basically talking about school shootings and and this guy is going to kill all his fellow classmates that are wearing pumped up kicks. Oh, 
I love how they said, instead of pumped up kicks, they said buckskin boots. And they said, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. love how they said instead of outrun my bullets they said outrun my arrow now back in the day do you think that they had school shootings in the medieval time with all the things that happened with pulse nightclub in orlando and the las vegas mass shooting that they had they banned a lot of the bump stocks and automatic weapons so back in medieval days was like a crossbow that you could easily load faster be considered an automatic weapon and then a regular bow is just like a handgun i mean these are the things that i think about when i get high I know I'm breaking early, but it's going to be well worth it. I'm getting into a topic next, and I've got a very, very special guest that relates to the audio and the topic I'm about to hit on because this guy is blowing the fuck up on social media right now. Now, I know how rabid radio fans are, and... I think this guy will be okay, but I just know how rabid radio fans are, and this could get him some heat with the Howard Stern listeners. I think he's going to be okay, and it's a great conversation, guys. Want to support the show? Go to paypal.me slash pedal on the radio. Total Wireless of Palm Bay has the best cell phone plans with no contract, and better yet, you can use any carrier network. Does your service from one of the big guys not work well for you? Are you paying too much? Call Total Wireless of Palm Bay now at 321-499-2565. Or if you're local, stop by and see them at 1851 Palm Bay Road in Palm Bay, Florida. Right now, you can get the Samsung Galaxy A10e for just $29.99 when you port your number over with plans starting at just $25. Need a family plan? No problem. We have four $100 unlimited talk, text, and data. Restrictions apply. Call Total Wireless of Palm Bay now at 321-499-2565. If you are on social media or you keep up with the news, you know right now Howard Stern is the next celebrity that is getting caught up in the cancel culture. But you got to understand about Stern. He is not a racist person. He He's not. He does say some racist things on the air. But you got to understand because you guys don't understand radio. Some of us radio guys will do a bit and we'll act it out one way. And the audience will think, oh, well, you know, that was pretty fucked up what you did. No, what we were doing is a parody. This audio that has surfaced, everybody knew about it. It's, it's all over YouTube. It's been on YouTube for goddamn years. But this audio is coming out and everybody's making it seem like this is a new piece of audio and it's not. This audio was a parody. In my opinion, it's a parody of the Ted Danson, Whoopi Goldberg deal. That video and that audio where Ted Danson, I think it was the Friars Club, dressed up in blackface because Ted Danson and Whoopi Goldberg at the time were dating. (laughs) <laughs> Besides, Whoopi done wrote everything I'm going to say here tonight, so it's all right. Ain't that right, you smelly <laughs> I didn't write that. Well, you is a smelly 
I got some more jokes for your New Year's Eve party there. You're not tired of this. And don't be racially offended because Whoopi done wrote them for me, okay? Here go we go. Go ahead. Black hole. Black hole. You're going to love this. Hello there. What do I love most about the Whoopi? Oh, yeah. Man. Such a great timing. Hey, Robin, what does you call a black rocket scientist? I don't know, Dave. Uh, we'll be rolling, we'll be rolling. Hey, did you happen to notice this? No, what this is that? This my mother, Mama Dancing. <laughs> Why, she done work in blackface, too. She must be very proud. Yeah. Now, I know you really love me, Ted. You the man. Oh, uh, I tell you, you know, you the man. <laughs> what done happened to Sherman's career? <laughs> it's really over the end. I want you to give us a kiss, you smelly coghead coon. I love May you. May I say something yeah. here? Mm-hmm. Oh, you can say whatever you want, you smelling. Oh! <laughs> Whoopi wrote that. That's it, Ted. You didn't know I was going to say that. Whoopi had no chance to write it. I don't accept that kind of language. You can call her whatever you want, but you don't talk to me that way or I'll leave. Well, don't let the door hit you on your big black ass, mama, on the way out of here. Now, where was I? Oh, yes. Now, Whoopi, you is a filthy... Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. And and actually, you know what? I'm talking to such a big name right now, and it makes me feel like oh, such a... Oh, stop. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> well, what, I mean, what I'm saying, though, Steve, uh, well, I mean, can I call you Steve? I feel like you I got to call, call me anything. Like don't, don't, make me, don't make me clutch my pearls. <laughs> well, listen, now, Steve, I, 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 I'm a big fan. I've heard a lot about you. But I, before we get into what I want to talk about, I want to, I want people to find out about you and what okay. you did with the Stern Show. But uh, first, let's get all the plugs out of the way because you're helping me out and doing me a favor. How can people find out all of your content? Uh, well, I have the, uh, the Aftershock XL Network on YouTube, which I just started. So it, it has my show, Grillo's Aftershock XL, which I started about a year and a half ago because I felt after Howard Stern was leaving, there was going to be a void. And I think that this is the Aftershock Jock kind of uh, idea that I had. That's where I got the name Aftershock. It's the Aftershock Jock thing. I'm yeah. after the Shock Jock. And since the Aftershock was already taken, I went went, went one up and went XL. So ah, that's where I the mean, name like came it. from. Yeah. And I just started it because I didn't realize, you know, I spent eight years working for the show and I didn't realize how much I learned by being there because I was just more interested in probably becoming an actor or just doing other things. And I started doing something like when this first started and I realized how much fun it was and how much I enjoyed doing it. And I kind of got really great feedback about that I was good and people encouraged me to keep doing it. So I finally found the right platform at uh, this place, Pro Media, and I had a couple people backing me. And I basically just started doing it and I just it started to grow. And I said, why not try to make a go with this? Yeah, dude, I, I got to tell you, man. Um, and I don't know how you felt as soon as you started to do online content. You know, coming from a radio background, you know, it used to be people looked down at podcasts or online content because they looked at those type of people that, oh, they're not good enough to make it on radio. But now I really feel like the tide is starting to turn a little bit when it comes to content. Yeah, um, absolutely, because no one can go into a studio now. And now your, your studio is your home. It's my apartment. It's my roof. And <laughs> you can do whatever you got to do from wherever you are. Like, you're in your goddamn car, for Christ's sake. Yes, well, no, no, dude. It's not even that bad. I'm, I'm giving Southerners a bad name. I do. I do my podcast out of my beat-up 2006 PT Cruiser at a place I call the Hobo Fish Camp. 
So okay, I mean, that's cool. Listen, I mean, at least you're doing it in a dwelling. I'm doing it out in my goddamn car. But well, you're not living in your car, are you? Yeah, no, I, yeah, I do everything in my car, man. No, but oh, you're not living out of your car. No, hell no. Okay, no, okay, no, okay. No, no. But, but though, I really do think people like me and you that have got a radio background and we've seen what's going on, because there's a lot of these podcasters nowadays, they spend all this money on, on all this expensive equipment and stuff. And it's about the content. It's not about what you have, because I think the content is the most important thing. Yeah, no doubt. You know, I try to make it interesting. Uh, I do shows like when I have guests and stuff like that. I'm also learning that I'm doing more men on the street, 10 minute clip things that people seem to be enjoying. If I get a good guest, I'll have them on for an hour. It's, it's, it's a lot of work and it's a lot of algorithms and it's a lot of like yeah. the way you get people to follow you on YouTube and trend and, and the numbers keep coming in. And I, you know, my producer, Noah, God bless him. He, you know, he saw that you, you know, considering that you're doing your shit from the car, you got some pretty respectable numbers. Uh -huh. not that, yeah. Not that, not that I wouldn't not come on your show because I'm not like that, but it's like, you know, you got some good numbers. It's, it's why, why not come on and just say what's up, you know? Well, I mean, but I mean, yes, I've only been doing it for a couple of months. Now, let me let me get into before I get into the stern stuff and why you're popping on on social media right now. What did you do for the stern show? Like, what was your job? What were your your things uh, on a daily basis you had to do? I, I spun many a plate, my friend. I yeah. my job was to get there uh, before Howard and Ronnie would make a phone call and I'd go down and let Howard into the building. Uh, then I would make sure he had the news, the daily newspapers, and then I would go down and get his breakfast. And then I would start doing the news for Robin on top of the fact that I'd be answering the phones. And then as the day progressed, there'd be guests. I was in charge of taking care of the guests. I was in charge of getting phone calls on the air. I was in charge of so many different things. Like the day just, on top of the fact that I was working for the Howard Stern Show, and it was fun, the day just spun by because I was constantly having to do stuff. And it was just now, the most amazing time of my life. So now let me ask you, okay, now I want to get your thoughts first before I give you my thoughts. What do you make of this video that's surfacing? This wait, 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 I just, I just I want, I want to just approve a point. Just, this is why I'm, I'm always grounded. Because my friends are here. You guys give yeah, a fuck? You guys give a fuck? You don't give a fuck. <laughs> they don't give a fuck. <laughs> Yeah, they don't what, give a what fuck. Part of, now, do you, do you live right in the city or where? Yeah, I, live I live in Hell's Burrow? Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen oh, in Manhattan. Yeah. Oh, Manhattan. Man, that, yeah. now, you must be doing pretty goddamn well for yourself if you're living uh, in Manhattan. Uh, I, I, here's my deal. I don't have a bank account. I don't have a lot. But when you're I like, like something, when I like something, I hustle my dick off to make sure I have it. Like, I don't have yeah. much in the bank. I barely have enough, but. I have an apartment in Manhattan where I have a beautiful view behind me. I have a Harley Davidson. I have a trailer upstate and I have good friends and family. And that's all I need. Hey, uh, you know, you're working up there. Have you ever met Ron Bennington before? No, but a good friend of mine is good friends with him. Uh, a comedian by the name of Jeffrey Gurian. Yes. Who yes. Survived, who survived COVID was on mm -hmm. my show and told his yeah. harrowing tale of, uh, but Ron Bennington was very good to Jeffrey while he was in the hospital, but I yeah. would love to meet Jeffrey. Dude, dude, uh, Ron Bennington, that's who I started out in radio with, with Ron and Fez. So, oh, Ron you know, and Fez. Okay, sure. Yeah, that's who I started out with. So now let's get to the reason that you're on. I, I have my take, 
on this video because it's been out for a while. It's been on YouTube well, forever. Yeah. And, and but, here's, here's, I did not start this. I just want to make sure. No, I know you didn't. I know, but, but um, I'm not going to name what Whack Packer called me, but there was a Whack Packer that called me because there was somebody from the Stern camp that called him trying to find dirt on me, and they, they, I, I, I'm under the assumption that they think I started. Yeah. No, I, I mean. All, all I did was get a phone call from page six, and I think my response was pretty cut and dry. But now that this is out there, I have my opinion, and my opinion is it was Howard doing what Howard yeah, I lost you there a little bit. No, I know. Stuttering John just called me. I have to call him <laughs> back. No, but I wanted to tell him that, you know, because John has his podcast and he's doing really well, but he's more political based. I'm not yeah. political. I'm not neither here nor there. And I, but now that the way things are going and I, I what kills me in life, one of my pet peeves in life is a, a double standard. And there's so much of that going on right now. And now that this is exposed and, you know, like, poor Jimmy Fallon did a sketch on Saturday Night Live years ago when it wasn't disrespectful. And, you know, it, it, it's basically like Lauren Michaels says, you got to do it, you got to do it. And mm -hmm. he did the sketch, and then it resurfaced recently. And poor Jimmy Fallon had to get on his knees and apologize. And, oh, he almost, they were calling for, his, for him to lose his job. Where Jimmy Kimmel and Sarah Silverman yes, and Howard Stern did all did it, all did it, okay? And they all got away with it. And no one said anything. And here's my problem, okay? It's if you're not with them, you're against them. They're all politically charged against Trump and with the right, okay? Jimmy Kimmel is not either one. He doesn't yeah. do politics. And that makes people angry. And it's not fair to pick him out. Because if you're, it's, it's, the, it's the theory is if you're not with us, you're against us. And since Jimmy doesn't do the humor that they do and, and bash the president at every given moment, they went, everybody went after him because that, my point being is the hypocrisy because watch the liberal, the watch, and then stuttering John made his right, watch the phony media. And I'm not going to say liberals because John did something really they nice. They all lie. All media no, lies. But, but no, but here's the deal. I don't want to pick a side. I don't want to have a side. I, 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 my side is like logic and reason. And there's mm -hmm. none of that going on right now. So I'm not picking a Trump side or a Democrat side. I'm picking logic and reason right now. And, I made a video earlier in the day, and I kept saying the liberal media, and John called me, and he's, this is what a good friend John is, and he's 100% correct. He's like, Grill, you know I love you. You know I'm part of that liberal side, and I'm not mad at you, but I know you're not. He said, so, so stop saying that because it means that you're picking a side. Yeah. And it's the, phony, it's the phony Hollywood people that I'm really disgusted with, not, not the people that are for or against anybody. So I changed, my, I changed, my, I changed my speech. I changed my... My vocabulary, because I so I'm not going to say liberal. I'm going to say the phony Hollywood people. That's what annoys me. That because you pick a political side, you can get away with what you want, and that's why it's not about how it's, it's, it's now. It's wrong to do blackface, but back then, no one was picketing, no one was being angry, and people were laughing. Well, I mean, I brought this up earlier in the week on my podcast. Everybody is wanting to you know, get rid of the uh, George Washington monuments and stuff. And I think you're, you're talking about getting rid of maybe one of the most famous and important political figures, just uh, the most important figure in our country. If it, wasn't for him, saying, if it wasn't for him, we would not be talking right now. Yes, exactly. But, and I'm not saying it was right to own slaves back in the day, but it was acceptable back then. And I'm not saying it's right. 
I'm not saying it's right at all. But I know, of course not. But, you know, brains evolve, morals evolve, people evolve. And obviously we evolved because we got rid of it. And, yeah, you know, and I, to oppose somebody back then, just because it was all about money and class. And if you had, you had the power, you could get away with anything because there was no police. There was no TV. There was no Facebook. You could, in, in order to get news, it took six months for you to get news. Now, you know? I don't know. I don't know how you feel. And the way I look at it, me and you have both worked in radio. I don't think the video that he did wearing the black face, you know, the Ted Danson bit that everybody's watching right now. Yeah. Well, here's, I don't, go ahead. I'm I sorry. Don't, I don't mean to I don't, I don't think that was racist. I, we've worked in radio and we do a lot of stuff that may seem like it is, but it's more of a parody to make fun of, of how, uh, how just ridiculous what Ted Danson did at the moment. I don't yeah. think Stern feels that way. I think it was a parody to make fun of, what Ted Danson and Whoopi Goldberg did at the it time. It was, but, you know, here's, uh, that's all well said and done. But going back to my point that Howard Stern, the, the phony Hollywood people, Howard Stern was on The View, sitting mm. next to Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And you, about. you know she full well know what he did on that pay-per-view special. But she didn't and blow she him sat, in, though. She, well, yeah, because that's what's the thing. It's a double standard, bro. He's on there and they're kissing his ass and he's looking Whoopi Goldberg straight in the eye and said he never used the N-word when he did a skit that was directly towards her using the N-word. Yeah. And she said nothing, but she should have been all over him like a bum on a sandwich and she wasn't. The double standard is got to stop. It's just bullshit. Now, let me ask you this, okay? Why do you think Stern has gone to one side when it comes to his politics? Now, uh, and I'm just asking because I feel like he had to go that way because, and you probably don't know this. This is me just guessing. I'm not saying it as fact. But I think when he gets done with radio, I could see him doing an interview type show. Like well, they, tried that. they tried that. They tried that. They did that with E because he's such yeah. a talented interviewer on the E network. It was just him in like a one-on-one -on -one celebrity interview. But, I don't know why, you know, Let's be honest, though. He would have never gotten an interview like Hillary, Hillary Clinton if he wouldn't have changed at some point. You see what I'm well, saying? Of course not. Like, well, I do. He did change. Listen, I, I can't blame him for change. People, again. You got let's, to. Let's, let, 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 let's go back to what we were just talking about, about slavery. Mm. People evolve and they change because they get older and they change, their minds change and their, their philosophies change. So, you know, not that Howard Stern's of evolution, but we were just kind of talking about that. And, like, he evolved. He changed, you know. And, uh, he got older and he, he, he got married to a younger person. You know, I'm sure they share their own beliefs. Maybe they, they developed their new beliefs together. He just felt like he doesn't want to be that person anymore. He also started hanging out with the elite Hollywood, which he used to make fun of. And he mm -hmm. was never part of that crew, and now he is with the Jennifer Anisons and the George Clooney's and all these, like, you know, the Orlando Blooms that he's all become friends with. They, they change your mind as well because you enjoy being around these people and they're your friends, and now you don't want to upset your friends, so you change the way you do your show. He's a billionaire. He can do whatever he wants, yeah. and he can say whatever he wants, and he can evolve it any way he wants. Just don't make fun of the people that don't, you know, that that, that disagree with your political views. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. 
I've worked with some pretty big radio names, not at the level you have with the Howard Stern, but I've noticed that radio fans are very loyal and rapid. Are you worried about getting some yeah. blowback? Yeah, no, no, believe me. Uh, well, you know what? Here's uh, the deal. Like, I was getting some severe blowback uh, on Twitter because um, people are thinking that I started this, and they're, they're, they're picking apart. But, I'm, uh, you know, here's the deal. A lot of Stern fans are angry and mad about what the, sh the way the show's gone. And I'm getting defended more than, than, than anything. Than when people start saying shit, you know, uh, I, Stuttering Johnson calls him Twitter idiots or Twitter. I, I forget what he calls them because they're all over his shit. But he, he, he loves that controversy. I'm not someone who likes controversy. I'm a, Some I'm people a like that shit. I'm a, I'm a Virgo. I'm a Virgo. Yeah. I don't like controversy. So <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, I try to stay away. But I also I, I, have, I feel the need to, if I have an opinion, I, I need to state it. Whether you like it or not, I'm going to say it. So my opinion is this, is this phony Hollywood bullshit is just getting me sick. And it just, every so you can get away with it, but this guy can't. I don't like it. And I'm going to open my mouth about it. So it's not about Howard Stern being black. Like, I could have said a lot of things when Page Six called me. But what yeah. did I say? I said he's, I, I don't think he's a racist. Okay. Yeah. And I never heard him say a racist thing off the air. So I, and that's the truth. And I told them the well, truth. Well, I so. mean, if he, if he was a true racist, though, now let me ask you this. A lot of people say, and I don't think it's true because I've listened and, and I know Howard genuinely loves Robin. But a yeah, lot of people know, think he that. Really, he really, really loves her. And I'll tell you like a really interesting story. So, you know, everybody knows about Robin was sick, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh -huh. and, you know, and, and I'm very close with Robin. Like Robin was like the person I was the closest with on the show. And she, I like I consider her still one of my even though she, she's probably not talking to me at this point. Um, I still would consider her one of the, like the closest friends I've ever had. So when she was sick in the hospital, she called me and said, "Why don't you come and hang out?" She knew she knew I didn't live that far. And when I got to the whole hospital room, there was a picture like Howard had this like really like profile picture. Where he's like like in deep in yeah. Thought. I think I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And then I I went. He gave you that, didn't he? She goes, yeah. And I was like, because I, I knew, and, I, she, she was, <laughs> he, and it was the sweetest thing. He said to her, I thought you might feel more comfortable seeing me sitting across from you. Now, let me, can, can I ask you a serious, and you don't have to answer this. Has, have you ever felt, or has Robin ever told you she was uncomfortable with some of the racial humor on no, the show? No, 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 We talked a lot about personal shit, but when I, on the air, they, they were a team. And she kept him in check. And, you know, if she had a problem with it, she would let him know. On she would air. say it. She would yeah. definitely say it. Now, yeah, yeah and that's, that's my biggest defense. One, or a couple of things. One, I thought it was a parody to make fun of and just, you know, show people how ridiculous what Ted Danson did. But on the other hand, if, if Howard was a true racist, he would not, you know, a true racist cannot stand people of minorities and stuff. He would not have. No, I, you know, I, when, he, when, he, when, he, when, he, when he said stuff like that, he was really doing it to show the ignorance yeah. of what people did. But this day and age, you did say it, own up to it. Don't pretend like you never did it. How do you, how do you think he, now, two questions. Will he, you know, talk about this topic? Or will he try to ignore I have, and let no, it yo, blow over? Your, 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 your guess is going to be as good as mine. But I wouldn't be surprised if at 6 o'clock in the morning on Monday, I would be, uh, my phone might be ringing. Now, 
if you what do you think if this blows up do you think serious sticks by him or do you think they got yeah, too much i money? do I, like, what i said and uh, if you go to my youtube page i did say uh, i had a video where i was like the thing is is he's gonna get a pat on the bottom like, yeah. don't, don't you you young man don't you do it again <laughs> You know, but I mean, like, he's too valuable, though. I mean, let's be honest. Stern. Yeah, no, he's a cash cow. He's a cash if, cow. If it was not for Stern Satellite, the merger between XM and Sirius would have never happened. Um, yo, and you wouldn't I, have I, had those subscribers. Yo, buddy, I have my, I have my opinions about the way the show has gone. I said on my video, you know, and I, I if they do cancel him, I, I don't want that to happen because you wonder why. I have a lot of friends that still work up there, and they'd be out of a job. You know, I'm not doing this to get anybody fired or anybody canceled because, like, people like Richard Christie and Sal the Stockbroker and all those guys up there, I, I truly, genuinely love them, and they're, they're very good friends to me, and I would hate to see them out of work. They all have families. They all got rent to pay. They're all very blessed to be up there, and I'm sure they make a, a fairly decent salary. And I wouldn't want to see them get canceled because you, you're going to take a lot of people's lives away by yeah. doing it. Yeah, dude, you know, like I, I tell people, you know, I've been working in radio for over 20 years and this whole cancel culture happens in yeah. cycles. The last time, you know, um, I worked at Real Radio 104.1 in Orlando and Howard was our morning show at Real Radio. And that's a clear channel station. After the yeah. Janet Jackson fiasco, that's when Howard, you know, clear channel was not, you know, taking any chances. And they got rid of him at that point. I don't blame Stern for being pissed off because I feel like radio was targeted right after that whole Janet Jackson deal at the Super Bowl. And now this has happened. And this is far bigger than the Janet Jackson stuff, in my opinion. Yeah, I know. Um, I, I think what he's probably going to do, uh, uh, now that I'm kind of analyzing what's going on, I, I think what he's going to have to do. Um, did you ever see the movie Clear and Present Danger? Yeah, uh-huh. Okay, there was that one moment where uh, Harrison Ford's in the room with the president, and they were saying, deny, deny, deny that this guy was your friend. Yeah. And then Harrison Ford goes, no, I think it's wrong. I think you should say he was my friend, a lifelong friend. Uh, instead of denying it, accept that he was your friend, and then they have nothing to go after you with. So yeah. I think that, I, I'm thinking that he probably might take a page from you know, Tom Clancy and turn around and go, yeah, I did it. So Now, clear and present... Clear and present danger. Now, was that because I know after a while that character, what was the character? Uh, Jack, Jack was, Ryan. Jack Ryan. Now, was that the Harrison Ford or Ben Affleck? One? Jen, Harrison Ford. And okay, uh, yeah, as it was funny, weird because I'm a huge Star Wars fan. It was Harrison Ford and, yeah. and um, uh, James Earl Jones. So yeah, it was like Darth yeah. Vader and Harrison Ford. It was kind of like kind of cool to see them together. Well, listen, I know you're a busy guy. I got two last questions for you, okay? Sure, buddy. Now, Whatever you want, man. What's your first name, right. Tuttle? So, yeah, yeah. Well, Tuttle's a big radio. It's Patrick. Hey, Patrick. Yeah. Now, when was, I know from what I hear and what I've learned, Howard is a very guarded person. When was the last time you've actually talked to Howard? The last time I seen him, it was at AGT uh, yeah. during commercial break. And mm -hmm. he was very happy to see me because like, he hadn't seen me in years. I was a kid when I worked there. So, you know, now I'm in my early 40s and it was like, I just turned oh 40. Oh, yeah. I thought you. Oh, never mind. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, I can have my balls busted, so we're all yeah, okay, good. No, I, I know, but you're, 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 you seem like a sweetheart. Uh, but, I, you know, everybody's got to get their balls busted a little bit. So um, I saw him at AGT. I had, like, a really long goatee at the time. Yeah. He was like, oh, my God, look, you're all grown up. Like, he was like, you know, the last time he saw me, I was, like, probably, like, you know, 30 or something. And now I'm, like, in my 40s. And um, he was just happy. To, he was so happy to see me. And he was like, you're not a kid anymore. You're like a man. And yeah. it was it was so elated. And then, but I was like, yeah, it was like in between commercial breaks. So that was pretty much the last time this, he saw me. I, 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 I the, the good, the guy was good to me. Could he done more? Yes. Do I hold any resentment? No. But am I going to tell you the truth? Yes. So every truth can seem like resentment, but uh, you know, resent, I, I'm not taking it that far. See, now let me ask you though. A lot of people hear what they hear on the air. A lot of people that listen to radio think. That's how people are, and they don't realize it is them, but it's like them on steroids. That's one how they always my, like. One of my favorite things to tell about Howard was is the fact that, like, I had to walk him up and down every day. You know, I like, was going to ask him down you to, though: Is it true you saved him from being shot by yes, somebody? Hundred percent. Can you? I mean, can you go into that? Or hey, which is basically, I'll, I'll, I'll like, I'll try to break the story down real quick. Um, I, I got there. Uh, and um, part of my job before uh, getting Ronnie down there and, and him calling up is sometimes fans would be out there for autographs. Sometimes people would be sitting out there just to go, you know, oh, my God, that's Howard Stern. And if I saw people out there, uh, you know, or a car out there, I used to tell Ronnie to come around the back, which meant he came to the side of the building where, like, you know, like the gar the, or the garbage was, and you know. Um, so I saw a car out there, and I told Ronnie to come around the back, and he was kind of annoyed with me. And when he got there, the, the guy was standing on the corner because he realized there was two entrances and Howard was kind of late that day. And when he saw Howard, he started screaming, Howard Stern, I'm going to fucking kill you. And he just started charging at us. And I grabbed, I pushed Howard in the building. I started screaming for the big geek shut. Ronnie grabbed the guy right before the geek came down and I brought Howard upstairs. And then I went downstairs to see if Ronnie was okay. And luckily the marshals, I guess that's where they had their morning coffee on Madison and 58th Street, and they happened to see what was going on, and they grabbed the guy, and when I went downstairs, the guy was handcuffed on the hood of the car, with a, and there was a shotgun on the roof with 15 oh, shells. Oh, man. Holy crap. Now, yeah. before we go, this isn't uh, related. Uh, have, you guys, have, have you guys had any problem with the rioters and looters and stuff? Yeah, where you're at yeah it's, like, it's like downtown Beirut. Oh, it is? Yeah, I, I, you, know, I, you know, for... for Health insurance and shit like that. I I do beer and liquor sales downtown. You know, just like yo, they destroyed thirty four. Like everything's boarded up. Like they yeah. were. They I, I video of shit that went downtown. Like like they broke into fucking delis. They destroyed everything. These poor people. They're already been crippled enough with the, with the, the the no money and insurance does not cover riots and acts of violence. Nope. So they they're gonna have to eat all this. And it's a ploy to keep people down. I really do think this whole thing is an orchestrated thing. It's so well calculated. There is such a narrative that is being played out, and they're doing it, and it's all to keep Trump out of office. They lost the Russian yeah. thing. They lost the, the impeachment thing. Now they're doing – at this point, I'm starting to think this is something bigger because it just – this happens. Now this happens. Now there's race riots, and now we can't go out. Now they're going to extend it more. We can't make money. You have to stay in. You have to, like, it just, it's, it's, it's something else. I think it's bigger than all of us. I'm, and uh, I'm, that's, another, that's, that's another thing that I could bring up. Uh, uh, there's going to be a show. My first new show on the Aftershock XL Network is going to mm -hmm. be called The Alarmist. 
It's going to be starring uh, two journalists, one of them which you probably know. One of them is my friend Jesse Nash, who's been a journalist in New York uh, on mm -hmm. this scene for 25 years. And the other one's going to be Mr. George Flowers, who was part of oh, the Howard okay. 101 team. And it's, it's going to be conspiracy. It's the alarmist, conspiracy theory and coffee. And that's See, how now, they're going to they're, they're going to tape tomorrow. And I think it's going to be up Monday morning. And it's just about debunking all this crazy shit that's going on. Well, listen, I'm not the biggest conspiracy theory guy, but with everything that's been happening, I do believe I'm just I'm worried. The last thing we need in this horrible year of 2020 is problems with the election, because I think that's going to be the straw that breaks the camel's back, in my opinion, because that's yeah. just not going to be one race or anything like that. That's going to be everybody's going to be pissed one yeah. way or the other. It's going to be it's going to be really difficult come November. That's well, why Steve, I'm, that's why I'm I, I'm always well armed. Well, wait a minute though. That, all right, how does that work though? I hear in Florida, no, I don't, I don't, I don't, no, not, not in a gun. I, oh, I, but okay. I, 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 like I, I've always carried a knife on me since I was ten years oh, old. Oh, I wasn't. Yeah, but the great thing about Florida, man, is they basically try to give you money to take a gun so you can stand your ground down here. So yeah, I, no, I, I, I have the ability to stand my ground. It's just you know, uh, but when you're yeah. overwhelmed with like a thousand people, it's uh, you know, yeah. but um. I have a good core group of friends that we're all close. We all live here in Hell's Kitchen. They're all sitting, chilling on my roof right now. And yeah. I, got, I got a good backup team, man. Well, good. Hey, man, Steve, I can't thank you enough for coming on my show. Let everybody know how they can find all your content online. Uh, uh, Steve Gorilla on Twitter, Grillovator on Instagram, by uh, Grillos at the Shock XL Facebook page. Now there's the Aftershock XL Network on YouTube, formerly Grillo's Aftershock XL Network. I'm going to be bringing some more programming. Again, we got Jesse Nash and George Flowers, The Alarmist, Conspiracy Theories, and Coffee. Uh, they should be deb debuting Monday morning. And my show, is, you know, I, you don't know what's going to happen. I do different things. I try to keep things different. I do men on the street shit. I do interviews with people if I get somebody that wants to come on and do interviews. And it's just... Uh, I. My thing is, I have a bunch of eclectic friends, and I do whatever the hell I want because it's just well, interesting. Well, well, Steve, I admire your hustle. I really do. I think uh, you're killing it right now. And if there's anything I can ever do for you, uh, your producer has my number, so okay. feel free to reach out anytime. Patrick, that goes the same way for me, buddy. All right, man. Thank you so much. I was honored to have you on, man, and I hope. Everything works out for you, and uh, the Stern fans don't bust your balls too much. Yeah, I just, yeah, no, I listen. Uh, they, they, you know, there's good and bad in everybody. I hope uh, they could all find the line and be good and come and join me on my journey. All right, man, Steve, thank you. I owe you one, man. No, you don't, and it's all good. Be safe. Hope you and your family are good. Is that a PT cruiser down by the lake? Oh no, wait, it's the Tuttle Podcast Studio. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit StitchYouUp.com. StitchYouUp specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let StitchYouUp help you with your logo design. Visit StitchYouUp.com. Or contact them 
eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up. Definitely not your grandma's embroidery. The following portion of Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by... The Charles Manson Family Fun Center. Do you have a family and don't have a clue what to do with them on a Saturday night? Do you know who also had a family and didn't know what to do with them on a Saturday night? Charles Manson. That's who. That's why we created the Charles Manson Family Fun Center. Come see what the compound has to offer with such attractions as the Jeffrey Dahmer Driving Range. Last up on the Richard Ramirez Rocket Ship Ride. Rehydrate at Ted Bundy's Back Alley Grill. Take a stroll through John... On Wayne Gacy's Wacky House of Mirrors. You can always cool off on the David Berkowitz bumper boats or just chill out in the Menendez Brothers Killer Arcade. It's all up to you at the Charles Manson Family Fun Center. You'll love it to death. Welcome back, guys. I want to thank Steve Grillo for joining me. I don't want you guys to think that I dislike Howard Stern. I am actually a huge fan of Stern. If it wasn't for Stern, I wouldn't be able to do the type of radio or podcast that I'm doing at the moment or have done throughout my career if it was not for him. The first biggest radio station I worked on was WTKS, Real Radio 104.1 in Orlando. And when they first started out that whole FM talk format, which was one of the first FM talk radio stations in the United States, Howard Stern, they built the whole station around Howard. And then when Howard got kicked off from Clear Channel Radio Stations, his syndication deal he had with iHeartRadio, after the Janet Jackson pulling out her boob during the Super Bowl, that kind of screwed up everything for everybody. I've talked about this. This stuff comes in, in cycles, guys. It was the Janet Jackson, and then they went after the radio people with this whole cancel culture. And then this, with the George Floyd and the protests and the civil unrest, that we have right now, this is way worse than anything that could be compared to the Janet Jackson pulling her tit out at the halftime show. I'm just saying we got to go through this for a couple of years. Like I said, things needed to be changed. We might all have to call an audible here and lay low for a little bit. You know, with that Howard Stern audio that I played for you earlier before I had Steve Grillo on, I bleeped out the N-word. Now, yesterday, when I played the Dave Chappelle stuff, and I know this is going to piss a lot of Caucasians and white people off because they're going to be like, well, if the black people could say the N-word, why can't we say it? Well, that's not how it works, guys. It's not. You guys get pissed off, and I'm sure white people call each other crackers all the time. So it's not the same. So don't use that defense. So when Dave Chappelle said the N-word, that's fine. He is African-American. Now, when it comes to Howard Stern and how much heat is surrounded this video, I'm not going to play the N-word. Now, I left some of the racist stuff in there, but I'm not playing the N-word, and I bleeped it out. Now, do I wish I could play it? Yeah. I should be able to play it because anything in the news should not be edited. You should be able to hear exactly what is in the audio. None of it should be edited because in the news, they're supposed to report the facts and the truth. But I'm not going to take that chance, man. I know I'm not on the level of some of these other big podcasts like A Mediocre Time with Tom and Dan, or I'm not even on the level of a Howard Stern or anybody on the radio because I'm not on terrestrial radio. But I should be able to play it, but I don't want to, man, because I've worked too hard over these past three months scratching for traction as much as I have been. 
And I'm not going to just piss all that away just because I wanted to play a piece of audio of Howard Stern saying the N-word. No, I, I bleeped it out. And I'm sure a lot of you guys that subscribe or listen, stream the show, whatever means you listen to it, I'm sure a lot of you guys are, oh man, Tuttle is a goddamn pussy. I ain't subscribe. I'm unfollowing right now because I don't want to subscribe or listen or support a pussy. Now, guys, you got to understand. Do you realize it only takes one complaint? I'm not even going to say this. I'm just saying I'm not going to jeopardize everything that I've worked on. I do have intentions and I got a couple of gigs lined up of getting back on regular radio. And I'm and but I don't want to blow this podcast because this is my side hustle. This is even even if I get back on regular radio, I'm going to keep doing this podcast on a daily basis. It might not be as long as it is right now, but I'm going to keep doing it. And because I want people to keep subscribing and listening to the content I'm putting out because this is kind of like my backup plan because radio is bullshit. And I don't want you to think me calling it bullshit is me saying I hate radio. No, it's just a tough business. And you could be fired at any time or any moment for any reason in the world. And it could end and come collapsing down on you at any moment. So this is my backup. I want to thank Steve Grillo for coming on with me. I know he's getting a lot of press and I thought it would be good for my podcast as well as giving him a platform. I don't I don't think I'm on the same level as Steve Grillo and his Aftershock uh, podcast network. No, hell no. I don't, I don't think I'm at that level, but he's been doing it longer than I have when it comes to the podcast stuff. So if I can interview him, I'm sure he might talk about me and I'm trying to make this podcast grow guys. I'm hustling. I'm like a podcast radio gypsy. I'm doing everything I can to make this stuff work. And I hope you guys are liking it. I love all of you guys. I appreciate your support. I'll never, ever be able to repay you for uh, all the love that you've shown me since I've started this podcast. And that's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Share, like, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast was brought to you by Total Wireless of Palm Bay, StitchYouUp.com, PocketBearClub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions, Facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents Show voiceover services brought to you by jcvoiceoverservices.com That guy's got a goddamn sexy voice You should hire him If you want to help support the show paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio Comments? Concerns? You want to let Tuttle know he's being a dick? Go to Tuttle at gmail.com To follow all of Tuttle's social media go to Tuttle.net That's Tuttle with two D's dot net Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on?